Hello and welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I am pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows. One of the shows that we have up on air and online 24-7 here at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word centerlefttalkradio.com. Listen to us as either a radio loop or as a podcast. You've chosen one or the other. Uh, You pretty much know what either is at this point. Both are available through our homepage uh, of the website. Uh, The narration part of the, well, the, the, uh, the podcast uh, is available wherever podcasts, wherever your podcasts are available. So you may be coming to us from any number of different uh, feeder tendrils, but one way or the other, you're passing through uh, our basic, uh, I guess the web page is where everything goes eventually. But especially if you're, if you're coming in on the radio loop, which is this show being repeated on a loop, uh, the exact same version of the show that you could pick up um, as a podcast. Either way, welcome. Uh, there, let's see. I mean, this one, this is too easy this morning. And, and, it's, the, and it's the morning of the 31st of March of the year 2023, which should... If you're, uh, if you're listening to this with any kind of a, a historical uh, insight or ear, if you're, if you're remembering anything, and, and uh, you'll remember what happened on March 30th, the day before. Uh, it happened, I'll tell you when it happened. It happened, I was watching, um, I was prepping dinner, actually, is what I was doing, and I was watching Nicole Wallace at that point. I was getting, I was uh, getting things ready. I was, I was, what was I? I was making a. Um, I, I don't know that this is going to go down in history as the as what were you doing at that moment? This is not a 9/11 or a JFK uh, assassination sort of moment where it, it, you get down to that level of granularity about your activities at the moment things happened. I would argue that the changes that are now in play are no less significant than the changes that were put into play by both 9-11 and by the assassination of John Kennedy. At roughly, I I guess, let's see, I was was working on, I was was making my own, I have my own masala that I make up for, uh, and especially for fish, and I was basically, uh, I had already coated the, uh, the red snapper that I was going to bake last night. And I was moving back towards the TV. I'd washed my hands and gotten all of the, all of the spices off and everything. And I, was, and I went into the living room. Normally I'd be, I'd be watching this in the kitchen. We have another set over there. But I happened to sit down. And Nicole Wallace was talking to someone, I forget who she was interviewing, and she said, she suddenly said, I'm just getting something here from NBC. And she looked down at her cell phone, 
And the announcement she gave, and this, I'm, 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 I know it was not too long before the Ari Melber show started. So let's say it's about 4.45 is when this information was said, or when I first heard it, and I heard it in real time as it was coming through, that what she announced was that the Manhattan Grand Jury was voting on the indictment of Donald Trump. Now, now, now you have to understand that uh, since the sleight of hand misdirection that Donald put out uh, several, a week or so ago, saying, uh, I guess not this past, no, no, a week ago Tuesday or whenever it was, I think it was a week ago Tuesday, he was supposed to be arrested. And, and Donald is a master of, 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 asymmetrical uh, sort of publicity utilization. I'll describe that. He is a master of taking a bit of information that may not have yet congealed into political or any other kind of fact, but the announcement of something coming and basically running with it and shaping his own narrative around it to his own advantage, typically lying, typically misstating, doing whatever the hell it is Donald does. But, but Donald was doing this with the possibility of his indictment. When the word got out that there might be an indictment, he basically had to create the narrative, and he Again, I, I, give, I give the guy, he's, 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 he's disgusting. He's a disgusting person for, for doing this. But basically, he's also very skilled at being a lowlife and disgusting at doing these things, taking a piece of, of semi-factual material, reconverting it into something that plays for him, putting it out, running with it, taking advantage, typically making money off of it. And that's what he did uh, with his claim that a week ago Tuesday, he would be uh, arrested and, and started getting his people all whipped up and started making money off of it. Well, the, the media has basically gone with, since then, the media on all sides have just sort of, well, uh, the, the, the Manhattan DA, uh, Alvin Bragg, and, and, and the grand jury that he's had impaneled, there have been reports that it's been in, it's been out, it's voting on different things, it won't happen today, nothing is happening, we don't know what's going on. No one, no one I stress, no news source, nobody, had any basic preconceived or pre-notion inkling of the fact that the Manhattan grand jury yesterday, March 30th, would be voting and indicting Donald Trump. It came as a complete and total shock. People were talking about maybe next Tuesday. And what I'm not hearing a lot about here is what signals were being given out, who was interpreting what information to even suggest it might have been next Tuesday. Because it wasn't, obviously. Someone got it 100% wrong. And, 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 and that, to me, more than anything else, and I have to tell you this, 
is the well, I, I I would call it the the elephant in the room. It's really more like the 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 the, the 122 foot long titanosaur. If you've been to the American Museum of Natural History uh, uh, at any time recently in the last year or two, uh, and seen that magnificent, it's it's a it's a cast of a uh, of an Argentinian uh, dinosaur found in remarkably uh, intact state, the largest. Some believe the largest sauropod ever uh, on Earth. Anyway, we don't know that it was the largest creature ever. But the weight is is something like they estimate in life it would have been the weight of nine uh, fully grown male African elephants. I don't know what a, ma a male African elephant weighs. I guess that's several tons. I'm going to guess. Uh, I'd like to throw a number out there. Five tons. I don't know. Ten thousand pounds. Is that, is that on, you know, uh, I don't, well, this thing would have weighed something like, you know, 50 tons. I don't know, uh, you know, some, some, some outlandish weight. It's in the room. And, and that's the part that I want to focus on here. No one, no one really has a handle on this process. Everybody can go ahead and play with it and try to go ahead and make their own case for what should be happening next. The Republicans will now go into total uh, decrouching offensive mode from here on in, making Donald both the victim and the victor uh, in this process somehow. And all you're going to be hearing, and this is an easy one to predict, is innocence, victimhood, and essentially uh, they're out to get us, I'm the last one to stop you. That is as of today, and we're seeing this happen already. But, but the part that I find even more incredible is that sources as um, uh, traditionally or consistently uh, waving, you know, fist-pumping anger about why nothing is happening to Donald, why isn't this man being indicted, and, and even as we got closer and closer to the notion that the, it would be Manhattan, it would be the Manhattan, it would be the Stormy Daniels case, that would be the start of this. All of this, uh, all of this fury, all of this anger, when, 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 and now that it's finally happened, I, I just not long ago was listening to Morning Joe, watching and listening Morning Joe, and it's fair to say that Joe Scarborough and, uh, and Mika Brzezinski basically have been pumping fists for quite some time about the notion of getting this going. Suddenly... Everybody seems to have taken this big step back and is not certain where all of this is going next. Not sure uh, how, uh, how the, the Republican base will react to this. Not, not certain where uh, the challenges might come to Trump, what this will mean going forward in the, in the presidential primary process, how this might affect the general... There is this massive, massive 
timidness that I'm sensing that has suddenly been injected as though, okay, we've left the safety of pure speculation. And now reality is entering the picture. But it's, it's reality for Democrats and liberals as much it is, as it's reality uh, for Trumpian, uh, the most fervent red meat chewing Trumpian supporter. And, and, and it, it is appearing, at least with the, the, what I'm hearing in, in much of the, uh, lib, of the liberal press, with, with, a, with a certain timidness about, well, what might come next? What's, what the hell is wrong with you people? Do you, can't, can't, you, can't you put one foot in front of the other? Or are you locked into this, wait a minute, I'm waiting to hear what other people will say about this and then I'll join in a chorus? Are we, <coughs> are we taking a rather Republican sort of a way of doing this, waiting to see how everybody else reacts and then we start, start jumping and screaming and, and once we figure out what the new narrative is, geez, we haven't figured out the new narrative? That, that, that's the sense I'm getting here. Let, let, me, let me explain what's going on here. Let me, let me tell you, let me, let me put your insecurities to rest over here. Donald Trump is about to be indicted. He has, the, the charges have not been unsealed. Unsealed simply meaning that they are, that they are made public primarily first to the accused. Um, Ron DeSantis somehow, uh, in an effort to twist himself into a pretzel, being both a competitor of, but having to be a total supporter of, Donald Trump for purposes of the presidency, has said he would never concede the notion of allowing an extradition of Donald Trump from Florida. Well, there's going to be no goddamn extradition from Florida. Trump's going to get in his jet, come to New York, and try to make this as big a deal as possible possible, meanwhile crapping in his pants, knowing full well that he's about to be fingerprinted and indicted, trying to make the biggest deal in the world about it, but knowing that he's going to be in the system. His mugshot is going to be on every t-shirt in New York City come the summer. That's how this is going to go. And you're going to see it on the other side. There's going to be fundraising and people claiming how terrible this is and everything else. But the joke the joke of Donald Trump being the victim is what's going to be out there. Donald, the poor little victim of all of this, is the insanity of the statement. The ridiculousness of that notion. That is what most people will be able to embrace. That will be the humor of it, the wry humor of this entire thing. Also, keep in mind that there are going to be at least three other indictments coming down. We are at the beginning of indictment season for Donald. It will become commonplace to add another indictment. So, so all of the discussion today was, well, geez, I don't, I don't know. You know, there's no one that can really challenge him within the Republicans. In many ways, this makes him stronger. 
That's the, I heard that said several times this morning. Of course you're going to hear that on the Republican side. You have to expect that. I've heard Democrats saying that. I've heard the liberal press saying that today and saying it with a certain sense of doom and gloom that this guy is only being made stronger. You absolute asses. Think of your words. Are you trying to, well, what I think is being done here is that people, their listeners, their, their audience is being manipulated just like Republicans are being manipulated. And I'm talking in this instance, I'm not, I'm not making a complete generality, but I'm pissed off in this instance that basically people are being uh, being led into this oh no oh geez i'm not sure oh golly we got a problem here wow this is going to be rough we better be blah, blah. oh you know i have something i have geez i have something new to worry about this morning that i didn't have to worry about yesterday oh golly maybe this whole business of indicting donald wasn't such a great idea after all wow maybe we should have thought about this geez i don't know maybe alvin bragg shouldn't have done this golly maybe this shouldn't have been the first case there's a all of this all of this garbage all of this crap all of this, all of this, uh, just, just slimy surface scum, pond scum, notion stuff that's just being allowed to drift at us and to make us feel a little more insecure. That's all being permitted and facilitated this morning. It's all of what's being used to generate the new, the, the, the new conceptual groundwork within which Democrats and liberals are supposed to be existing. We're, it's the new uncertainty that we're all supposed to be living with. It's a load of, it's a crock of shit is what it is. Donald is going to be indicted three more times at least, probably all of those within the next three months as we approach the summer. With each of those indictments, his capacity to be an effective presidential candidate, I don't give a damn whether or not the Republicans among themselves just can't imagine anyone else being nominated. His capacity to be a, an effective standard bearer for the Republican Party within the context of the national election in 2024 gets eviscerated, gets knocked down, gets massacred. He will be absolutely toxic to the independence in the country. He will be toxic to more and more people within his own party. The question will always be among Republicans at some point stepping, you're going to have to have one foot clearly planted in fantasy world and the other foot clearly planted in reality because the indictments will be the reality. The facts presented with the indictments will be the reality. The fantasy will be poor Donald, poor Donald, how horrible he's being treated. We're all being tarred with the brush that they're tarring Donald with. Sure, if you embrace him hard and long enough. And there will be infighting among Republicans as this reality sinks in, as the fact that he is an unwinnable, he can't win in, in that position. 
a four-indictment, two-impeachment, totally disgraced guy, very possibly with convictions by the time the November 2024 election takes place, cannot win an American presidential election, not legally. Oh, that was a bold statement there, Gazer. My goodness, you you actually, actually are going to say with, with absolute certainty that he can't win an election legally with four indictments and two impeachments in a... Yes, I'm going to say that categorically. Boy, am I going out on a limb with that one. And I'll, and, 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 I'll, and I'll make it an absolute drop-dead certainty if there's at least one conviction and one sentence thrown in there also. One in particular, by the way, would make all of this moot to even discuss this. And that would be if the Mar-a-Lago case goes through and one of the three counts is... I believe it was the Espionage Act. We've talked about this on several occasions because there is a specified penalty for violation of that act. And on its face, prima facie evidence says that Donald Trump, by simply having those documents, is guilty of doing what the law says you can't do and is subject to the penalties the law says you have. One of the penalties under the Espionage Act is that if you are found to have violated it, you may no longer run for any national or local office in the United States. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's only, is it only national? It's at least national office. In other words, you can't run for president. This came in during, or at the end of the Civil War, during Reconstruction, this wound up on the books. We just didn't want people who basically had been uh, the heads of or running uh, in the Confederates uh, to basically be able to take over as, uh, uh, as, as, pr as major players in our uh, ongoing political system. Let them die off, that was it. And it's on the books and it's there. So that if Donald is convicted of that, and that would be part of the Mar-a-Lago documents case, he's out of the picture. That's looming. So for God's sake, when I hear everybody beating their breasts and saying, well, gee, I don't know. Gee, I, 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 th th this might just make, look, look, look how excited the Republicans are today at this moment. Look at how on March 31st, how much joy and support and, and, and everything else there happens to be for Donald. As if today, March 31st, Friday, defines the entire universe of possibilities that everything happening at this moment today will simply be replicated again and again ad infinitum going up to the presidential election in 2024. Nothing will change. No one can envision what the changes might be. No amount of logic or reason or historical application is going to work. Yes, We've never had a former president indicted. But yes, we've had people indicted in this country. And we're about to have one former president indicted at least four times. That's going to happen. Is it without precedent? Yes. 
has all human logic and reason and all normal anticipatable reaction completely be ob- have been, been completely obviated as a result of the fact that Donald was once the president of the United States? Has all reason left us? Has, has all rational thought been thrown out the window? Are we stuck moment by moment from here through uh, the, the, the election in 2024 saying, well, you know, this is a moment of first impression. Every single moment from here until the election is a moment of first impression. We've never been here before. So we really can't formulate any kind of notion about what is happening or what could be happening. We, we have to worry. We have to be frightened. We've got to be scared scared out of our minds. We have to give ourselves reason to be concerned. We have to convince ourselves that there is the possibility of everything going to hell. Somehow, I know that'll help with our viewership, but it does nothing uh, for us as a, as a species uh, giving any credit to the fact that we are supposed to have critical reasoning skills that allow us to understand what the hell is going on. You got a crook. You got a guy who's about to do a perp walk. It'll be a modified perp walk, obviously. The Secret Service is involved. This is going to be as different as anything can be. But there will be a mugshot. And the mugshot, of course, he's going to try smiling. You know how this game is probably going to be played. But does that mean that he is stronger and better Does that mean that suddenly we have to say, well, because he hasn't broken down, because he hasn't totally changed his personality at this moment, oh my God, there's a chance that he's stronger and we're weaker. Grow the hell up, will you? Get get, Get your brains out of your ass. The man is about to have four indictments on his shoulders. Do you think that the same gleeful Republicans today who are out there gleefully raising money off this guy are going to be that gleeful once the third and the fourth indictments show up? Once all of this baggage and once all of the claims are out there, that all it will take is Donald saying they're out to get me and that will simply puff it all goes away and all of that center swath of independence that basically dictate the outcome of a presidential election will say, well, that's it. That's fine by me. Donald says it's okay. I mean, if there are four indictments, the only conclusion we can possibly have is that this is some kind of a concerted effort to tear the poor man down. He couldn't possibly be responsible for the acts that they're claiming he committed. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Are we stupid? Of course he's going to be seen as the criminal he is, no matter what he tries to do. And the Republicans are going to begin clawing and gnawing and crashing and clashing at one another to find ways to somehow, to somehow uh, make sense out of who is running for the presidency. Donald may wind up being the only viable candidate. 
Maybe, you know, DeSantis just will have self-imploded by then. Uh, Pence is, is useless. Pence doesn't know who he is and where he is. Pence just can't bring himself to recognize that Donald wanted him dead on January 6th, and so he doesn't know whether he's supporting him or not supporting him. And, and, and Donald will go on and on and on as long as he's allowed to. But the polls will show more and more that he's not a viable candidate for the presidency. He will get, it'll be, okay, worry. Everybody worry, okay? Don't believe anything that I'm saying right now. Donald, imagine, I want you to go ahead and imagine that he's going to get stronger and stronger and it's just going and we're against all logic, all reason and my God, no matter what we do, he's a force of the devil. We can't, he, he just gets stronger the more we try to bring him, even bringing the man to task, even basically finally uh, taking him uh, down with every, every, kind of, uh, uh, every kind of indictment and every kind of open statement, all of that, none of this is having any effect. He's only getting stronger and stronger, and America wants the biggest criminal in its history to once... No. Try reason. Try a little common sense here. Try the reality that even the most ardent Trump supporters are going to realize that they are in a desperate losing battle at some point. Now, that realization, that may have repercussions that we have yet to really, really deal with. Once the reality sinks in for Republicans that they are embracing and are stuck with and have nowhere to go but down with a loser who has lost virtually every election since the one he won against Hillary with Jim Comey's assistance. Once that hits home, once they understand that, that's when a real, real panic will be setting in. And then they will start both internal self-immolation and eating their dead. How that will be expressed within the general red meat MAGA populace, what kind of reactions will be taking place during, I would say, the summer, is when you will start seeing this. No one knows. Will it result in people getting violent when they realize just what a mess this is? When they realize that Donald is a hopeless, hopeless candidate, will their frustration, the combination of maybe having to finally admit to themselves, I know I've been duped, I know he's been duping me, but I love the duper. I love the fact that he's been taking me for a ride. I love the feeling of it. I love the, the notion that maybe he could be back again. I want to believe in the fantasy. I want the myth. I want the religion of Donald. I want this cult leader to keep playing me, pulling me by the nose. I want to keep throwing money at him. But when the moment arrives, and it will, 
that it's all for naught because the guy is a total loser and cannot be elected. And especially, and especially if the Mar-a-Lago case goes through and he is specifically prohibited from running for office. Oh, we're going to do it anyway. We're going we're gonna to buy. What if a gag order happens? Here, let me, let me try another one on you. And this is much, much sooner. This could happen as soon as Tuesday. Donald Trump goes into court. He's blah, blah, blah. He's read charges are read against him, blah, 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 blah. And the, and the judge says to him, you will not discuss this case outside of this courtroom. There will be no publicity on this. We want this to be done in a proper way. You will not discuss this case. All parties will not discuss this case outside of this courtroom. It is a totally feasible and reasonable statement to be made by the presiding justice, whoever that's going to be, in order to stop this from becoming nothing but a media circus. And in this case, more than any other, I can expect, I can understand that. This was done with Roger Stone. When Roger Stone was indicted, he was told at the indictment, you keep your mouth shut, you do not talk about this case. If you do, you will be remanded. You will be taken, your liberty will be rescinded for the remainder of this trial and whatever punishment may ultimately come. He was convicted. Donald let him go. Just like he did with, uh, with Flynn and like he did with Manafort and I don't know, whoever else. I, I know that uh, Meadows uh, uh, had, had, had said to, uh, uh, to Casey uh, Hutchinson that, that he, he was seeking a, uh, a pardon. God knows where that would have gone or will go. And I understand that Meadows is going to be appearing before uh, Jack Smith in the January 6th uh, process. Uh, that's coming quickly. Smith is showing all kinds of indications that, that an indictment will be coming on both Mar-a-Lago and things to do with January 6th. I'm sure sometime before the summer. All of these people want to have this in play well before the quote-unquote official start of the season. The official start of, of campaign season has always been the August before that November, before the election. That's when, that's when the, when the uh, candidate was finally elected. The fact that we make this a 365-day, you know, 100 every day of the year, all year uh, process for running for office doesn't change the fact that there is an official period and, and Jack Smith is wanting, I would imagine, I'm uh, expecting that he would want to stay as far away from the official start as possible, which is to say, get his indictments out there. I'm sure that Fannie Willis down in, down in Atlanta is going to want to do the same thing. That's, that's, that's three more indictments there, folks. Mar-a-Lago, January 6th, and Atlanta. Uh, Donald uh, trying to openly fix the election, telephone call. It was a perfect telephone call. Of course he's going to say that. Donald's perfect telephone call and other stuff will get him indicted down there. Somewhere along the way, he will be convicted. 
Somewhere along the way, he will receive a penalty. He'll be told that he has to, I don't know, he'll be either serving time, uh, he might be restrict. he might have an ankle bracelet being restricted to Mar-a-Lago. He will have to shut his mouth. He will not be able to be both uh, convicted and, and serving a sentence and running a normal campaign. It's not going to happen. That's not the way it works with this type of stuff. He is, well, I mean, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu is, is, is an example that people keep throwing out there as a, as a, uh, as a point of comparison, who is currently running a government, is under indictment, basically tried to change the judiciary system so that he could basically undo his indictments. Country goes crazy, goes into full protest mode. That is beyond even where we are right now. And I don't think that we can... It just doesn't... Common sense. Common sense. It, Common sense, if nothing else should tell us, don't get yourself crazy now. Don't start imagining how Donald can undo what is going on. At a minimum, for God's sake, let reality play out. We've been complaining about how reality has not been the strong suit for Donald, for Republicans and everybody else. The sheer counterpoint of an indictment and the perp walk and the fingerprinting and the, and the mugshotting and everything else. That is the, that, you know, it, it, TV is a visual medium. Well, this is the visuals that you're waiting for. And I don't care how much he might be smiling or putting thumbs up or anything else. And if a judge tells him, shut up, you're not going to say a word about this during the time or you will be remanded, he will shut up or he will be remanded. It's his call. Now, others will start jumping up and down for him, but no one can jump up and down and set his hair on fire, his, his orange hair on fire, like Donald can. It's, again, I, why people don't seem to understand this, why people can't imagine that an indictment like for any other human being on the world, it would be a really ugly, nasty, difficult, bad, low point. Why all of a sudden, in the world of Trump, black is white, white is green, green is purple, nothing makes any sense. Any fantasy you can concoct is better than the average reality that most people go through. Wait. Allow reality to play out. That's all I ask you. Before you become totally suckered into the, uh, you know, the, a, a, a Tucker Carlson-esque kind of snooty, tweety kind of a, well, you know, they're only giving him more ammunition and this is going to make him stronger, not only now, but in the general election and people will realize, and of course they'll never convict him. You're going to hear that crap. Well, they're going to convict him. Alvin Bragg would not be going into this case, and he, got, he had all kinds of crap thrown at him by two prosecutors who not only quit the case, but wrote a book about why he should have brought this indictment a year ago. 
Now, we don't know if he's bringing the same indictment. There are all indications that it's roughly the same indictment based on the same materials. We will find all this out probably on Tuesday, but maybe not. Maybe we're just not supposed, maybe all of these cases in all of these jurisdictions will go out of their way to make sure that they're not following a, a dictum or dictates that are coming to them from the media. That the media has been the problem over and over in this. Let the system simply play itself out. Let the media be shown to be not the controller of all this. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping here that, that, that some rationality will come out of this as early as today. I, I'm hoping that uh, people will stop finding ways to second-guess themselves and basically tying themselves in knots to figure out how Donald is going to pull one over on them. The guy just got indicted. Do you under, can you at least accept that reality and somehow imagine that it might not be a good day for Donald? Try that. Try that. Try putting him in the real world. If you want to play in his court, in his territory, by his insane rules, you will drive yourself nuts. Allow the criminal justice system to play itself through. Allow this to be as normal as any other criminal prosecution. My sense is, my belief is, you'll be amazed at how similar it will wind up being to every other mob boss prosecution you've ever seen. Keep the faith. And, 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 and stick along with us for, uh, for a bit long. You know, D Dave is here today. I'm sure he's going to have something to say about that. David Bach will be here, uh, which means I'm going to take a break right about now. And you have your first opportunity to digest the reality dosage you've just been spoon-fed. Uh, it'll wash down a lot easier with a little jazz.
This is Richard Gazer. You know, it takes lots of time and effort and all kinds of resources to produce the kind of quality program we produce here at Center Left Radio. And it costs money to do it. Now, if we screamed a little louder or thought a little less about what we were saying, we could probably get a few advertisers to pay us to sell their products to a more tribally predictable audience. But that's not who we are or who you are. You come to Center Left Radio for non-commercial, thoughtful commentary. You're looking for an honest, progressive approach to solving America's problems, not exacerbating them. And we're committed to providing all of that. We're one of the few stations offering full-time, non-commercial, progressive programming. And we're the only station, the only one, doing it with a combination of hope, politics, and that most eloquent of all original American art forms, jazz. Think of it this way. We support your needs. Now we're asking you to support ours. Take a moment and go to our website, www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com, and go to the donate page. And when you get there, give whatever you can on a one-time or maybe a recurring basis, $5, $10, $1,000, whatever you can contribute to make Center Left Radio's unique progressive voice stronger and even more significant as the full extent of the wrongdoing of Donald Trump and his associates becomes all the more evident and as we seek to hold the House Democrats accountable for the promises they made to the American people during the last election. Yeah, you know what's at stake. And I know, we all know, we can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Center Left Radio, thank you. You're listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz, and you're listening to us on the web at www.centerlefttalkradio, one word, centerlefttalkradio.com. There could not be a better day in the last 10 years, at least, maybe more. But if there was ever a day that I was hoping that David would be able to join us, this would be the day. David, I ask with total salivating anticipation, what's on your mind? Well, there's a lot. And I've been very active on Twitter at uh, Pressure Faces Do, um, if you wanted to follow. Look, there's a lot that went on this week. Let's cover what happened yesterday. So uh, the Manhattan DA has indicted Donald Trump. Yep. What charges? We still don't know. Um, so let's be clear. The people are saying it's a slam dunk or it's a bad case. Um, I, I guess you're psychic and can see into the future because, uh, we have no idea. Um, but let, let's be clear about this. Uh, there's, there's a couple things. This is not unprecedented. What's unprecedented is that the United States has never actually held any of our leaders to this standard before and indicted other. Almost every other major country has done. Thank you. Um, it, it's 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 actually like we just let our presidents get away with crimes big and small, and we have pretty much forever. Um, so there's there's a couple things. To this one, this is the first of probably many indictments. Yep. Um, it's yep. not clear when uh, if Jack Smith or George is going to be next. This is just the. It's also worth mentioning. This is probably the least 
Uh, Egregious. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 get, I could agree with that. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the Jack Smith one, depending on if he decides, because I know he's doing this for counsel. I don't know if it's also for the, the documents and it's for the January 6th stuff. Um, depending on what he says, that one could be pretty bad. The Georgia one is obviously for, for uh, the multiple times he tried to obstruct the election. I, but, but, um, but I, you know, and everybody and I and I totally agree that we don't know what's in these charges, but the ones that have coming down through through uh, uh, through. Uh, through the New York DA, but remember, this is the same New York DA uh, that basically did chose not to bring an indictment a year ago. Had two of his lead prosecutors leave, who both of whom wrote a book on what they could have done and how easily Donald could have been indicted and put in jail, et cetera, et cetera. That's all out there. And to imagine that this will not be a massively strong case being brought by the Manhattan DA is absolute folly. This is going to be a very strong case. And and to assume otherwise, gee, we don't know. No, 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 no. You don't go to you don't go with a case against Donald unless you know that you got it all down there. And this is the same court or the same group of people who basically have already gotten the criminal charge against his organization. Keep that in mind also. And it's also worth remembering two other things. One this is an extension of a case that Donald Trump Justice Department already got a conviction for for Michael Cohen. The, the, the irony there, the irony, I'm afraid, is lost on both liberals and ultra conservatives on that one. This is basically based on a Donald Trump Justice Department conviction. Thank you so much for bringing that up, David. I mean, but, uh, and, but you know, and, yeah. It's just a, a further indictment of Bill Barr, who may be the most corrupt attorney general in the history of the country. Very likely. Um, uh, and the other thing to this is there the thing we're going to have to get used to is just the blatant anti-Semitic, anti-trans stuff that's going to come out of the right wing. Oh, I yeah. think Fox in the first hour used the phrase Soros-backed prosecutor yeah, 10 times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Pulling out that, all the stops. You're, you're going to expect that. that. You know that, yeah. referred to it as the Sorification. One of them, one of the hosts, I want to say it was Jesse Waters, had a picture of Bragg and Soros up. Um, so my understanding is George Soros runs a pack called Color for Change. Yep. Uh, Colors for Change may have given ads about Bragg, but they didn't actually give his campaign money. Okay. Also, there are plenty of billionaires who put money into all types of different things. It's very, very weird. Actually, it's not weird. It's very anti-Semitic, and that's why they keep doing it. That's, that's the bottom um, line here. That's the obvious, obvious bottom line here. It's simply anti-Semitism. That they pick the Jewish billionaire not even the most famous i mean the richest jewish billionaire yeah uh, uh fucking bloomberg is way richer than this guy and he gives way more but they yeah. have gone to bloomberg no 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 
because most of them basically have a connection or want to be connected to his uh, to his TV uh, to the, his his TV network and everything too. There are all kinds of financial things that we don't know about there. It's just easier to go after George Soros, and he has become this memeish kind of a figure and easily recognizable. Bing, bing, jog whistles or trumpets, whichever one you want to call. And everybody knows that you're making a Jewish slur is what you're doing when you bring Soros out. But that's it. You're going to hear it again and again until they begin to realize that nothing like that is going to change the simple reality that Trump is indicted and will be indicted four times and that he will progressively become more and more and more unelectable, totally unelectable on a national basis. And that's going to come, that's going to hit them eventually. Well, the national basis, because let's be clear, their calculus is, and and if you're, you know, somebody who's running for president on the Republican side, the idea, like, it's every single time they've had the chance to throw them off, they they choose. And if you're running for president, uh, Ron DeSantis just cucked himself um, they're all they're all just cucking themselves. Like, yeah, yeah. You're basically saying so. They're they're running on um, Donald Trump showed up in president in 2020. Uh, the elector was stolen, and that therefore he I'm running against him because reasons, and also he shouldn't be indicted because he should be the god king. But therefore I'm also running against him for reasons. No, grow a spine. Like if you want to take a if you want to take shots at him, now is the time. You got to take shots at him when you can, because DeSantis didn't take any shots at him and lost 15 points in the polls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I hope DeSantis wins it because he's a paper tiger, and I would love to see him. Honestly, I would love to see him on a stage against Nikki Haley, not because I think Nikki Haley is any good, but because I would love to see Nikki Haley argue that we should cut Social Security and, and DeSantis talk about wokeness. Because um, <laughs> that's that's essentially what the argument would be. Yeah. Um, the... The other thing, and look, there's not much to say. They're freaking out of this. We don't know Dick. Um, They're just, and also it's very ironic that the party that has spent the last, I don't know, six years arguing lock up Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden should be locked up for, for, uh, because we can't see his kid's dick. um, Yeah. He's complaining about this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But I want to move on to the other major news. And I'm probably going to say some things that are going to come off as um, insensitive, but uh, they they need to be said. I want to start off with the the underlying point that is is needs to be recognized in this. They're going to try to genocide trans people. This is not an exaggeration. Um, what happened in Tennessee was a a trans person ended up doing a, a mass shooting. Um, this is. They're arguing it's the fourth one in the last five years, but one of them was the Colorado shooting, and yep. that person was not trans. And one of them, we don't know the identity of the person, like whether they, how they refer to themselves. Also, in that time frame, there have been twenty eight hundred mass shootings. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they follow this up with all trans people are bad. Tucker Carlson did. Honestly, the mo- one of the most genocidal uh, statements I've ever seen um, in his ads. It, he he talked about how it's Christians and and transgenders can't ever get alike. They're going to try to kill each other because they're antithetical. That's basically what he said. Um, so they, they're going to try to genocide these people. And then it's 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 worth like this is 
just genocidal the, the way that they're referring to this. Uh, the Second Amendment doesn't matter apparently if you're transgender. Uh, they're arguing that it's all transgenders are, are violent, um, that they hate you, that they're coming for you. And now I want to get to the part that matters, like dealing with gun control. This is the part that's going to probably piss people One of the, a couple of the, the phrases that we hear all the time when there's a mass shooting is um, uh, we, we took God out of schools. There's not, I don't know, prayer, uh, thoughts and prayers. I have two uh, questions. One, when a house of worship gets shot up, are they not praying hard enough at a house of worship? And two, huh. do they not pray hard enough at their Catholic school to be protected from this? And if so, fuck your God, because your God has decided that um, if you don't pray hard <laughs> enough, I'm going to let you get lit up by bullets. I love it. I love it, David. That's, I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. their argument. Yeah, in a yeah, 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 yeah. And, oh, no, yeah, let, yeah. and then let's go to their defenses. Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't know who was president when she was in the 11th grade. It was actually George H.W. Bush um, because her argument was, yeah, Joe Biden the, uh, uh, took guns out of schools um, when I was in 11th grade. Joe Biden was a senator. Uh, George H.W. Bush um, was the one who, who did that. But also, let's be clear about what they say, because uh, Thomas Massey got into an argument with Jamal Bowman. He's like, hey, man, we just need guns, more officers, research officers in schools. And then, as you know, no mass shooting has ever happened where a where there's been an armed guard at a school. Now, that sounds fine if you've been in a if you're a four year old. Yeah. Um, you ever heard of Parkland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that I, I, I that was completely that wasn't that didn't square with history. But you know, yeah, yeah. No, no, it does not square with history. It doesn't square with any of the available data. We've yeah. had armed guards in schools for years, and they have stopped zero mass shootings. All they've done is harass minorities. That's literally all the data has shown. Now, the idea that we need less gun safe arguments, and I've had this argument with people online. Let's talk about how what places you would need to harden. In order to have uh, no gun, have gun, uh, no guns in an area where mass shooting has occurred, yeah. it would have to be every school in the country. It would have to be every house of worship in the country, every movie theater, grocery store, uh, Walmart, Target, um, park, mall, hotel, malls. Don't forget malls. Yeah, yeah, malls. Yeah, yeah. Office buildings. Right. Uh, every single. Oh, also. They have them at certain places. Remember the Ohio, uh, the Ohio Fair one. We have to have it at every club, every bar, every um, every single uh, uh, drag show, every single massage parlor. Uh, basically, we're going to live in an authoritarian state where every single person is armed, worried that the next person, the person, exactly, next yeah, yeah, yeah. I my it gun, is. my gun or yours is yeah. I, I'm armed because you're armed, and we just it just it just spirals up, and you know, and and Remington keeps making money. Yeah, yeah. And, and let's be clear about this. There are they've said they just said it on the they just decided that there was nothing to do. McCarthy said I would rather talk about anything else. Um, I think the congressperson from that district said, look, we're just not going to do anything about this. And, and look, if these people keep getting elected, then they will not do anything about it. It's, it's as simple as that. They have, they have openly decided that it is going to be the deaths, the daily, daily, where 129, 130 mass shootings this year. We had over 600 the last couple of years it is at, I think it's 1.6 per day. Mass shooting. 
mass shooting is four more people who are dead or injured. There's apparently some database that the that people on the right are using to say that there have only been 34 mass shootings in the last five years, which is ridiculous because I'm pretty sure I can find 40, uh, 40 major ones just that have just been covered on television. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. the last five yeah. years. So I'm pretty yeah. sure I can get to 10 just off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, so that one must only be that there are four or more injured people and then, or four or more dead people, which is just absurd. Whatever. That's, how, that's, it's ridiculous no matter how you cut it. It's just, it's just, you know, it's nuts. And in no other country, and they always say, oh, it's a mental health thing. Okay. 205 Republicans voted against the mental health bill. Like, there are 10 states left that haven't expanded Medicare coverage. Um, that would help mental health coverage. They they keep doing permitless carry. They it's it's all about cutting. Um, it's all about cutting uh, Medicare and the ACA. Some judge, what did he just cut? He just cut some part of the American uh, 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 Obamacare that was like a huge. I don't, I, fuck, I don't remember what it was. It I haven't. Small, I haven't. Yeah, I'm not sure about what you're referring to. Yeah, it, it was a it was a big company. It was a small story. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's it's all political. It's, it's all political, basically. You know, just just uh, you know, because it, it it's, it's, it's it suits somebody's uh, warped vision of the world, and it makes uh, it makes for good uh, uh, you know culture wars issues. That's it, basically. <laughs> That's that's all it is. It's it's a and it's worth remembering that the people who are more likely to commit violence are also right wingers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they have, and also like you're not going to win. Like these people who are out here larping that they're going to be revolutionaries, um, they, uh, they're not going to pick a fight with the U.S. government and win against the U.S. government. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you, yeah we're going to take on we're going to take on the, the the national guard, the military. We're going to take on all of all of all domestic law enforcement. We're going to take on the FBI because they're you know that's why we have our uh, our uh, uh, weaponization of government subcommittee, and we're going to figure it all out, and we're going to and then we're going to go out and we're going to take them on. I mean, uh, what are you going to really? Really, you know? Yeah, the back the blue people are, are, are fantasizing about murdering the blue. Yeah. It, it's, um, it, it's 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 a fantasy world. Donald Donald is the is the is the incredible he's the linchpin of all of these fantasies that are out there that are spread among uh the republicans and unfortunately uh being outside of it and looking in on it and just watching the fact that it even exists gives a certain validity to it and i find too many liberals and progressives and democrats generally give too much credence to a lot of this crap or or begin discussing it as if there's a rational process that this stuff will basically uh you know somehow naturally expand because well uh, donald you know it, giving him far more credence and giving the bullshit that they put out far more credence than it deserves. Not, not being willing to recognize that this stuff is nuts and it will go the, it will most likely, and I'm going to give it a 99% likelihood, it will go the way of most nuts stuff. Once Donald is basically hobbled sufficiently, and I think four indictments might do that, 
all of this begins to crumble. These people will begin then fighting among themselves. Now, what they will do in normal society and how they might react and if there will be violent pockets someplace, who the hell knows? But we, as rational sorts, so we like to think of ourselves as rational, can't be feeding this madness. Gee, uh, he, he, he got indicted yesterday, and so far he hasn't crumbled. Boy, I think he's even stronger. I'm hearing that crap on, on, on TV and radio and every place else right now and on air. Geez, he, he seems even stronger. What kind of bullshit is that? We, we haven't yeah, seen the beginning of this. Yes, it's the beginning of this. He's stronger among the base, which is a problem for them. Like, exactly. Like, to be clear... Two things can be true. Donald Trump cannot be like there. There aren't swing voters who said, "Oh, I'm gonna." I sat out the last election. I voted for Joe Biden, but now Donald Trump has been indicted for something involving him using hush money payments while he was also still in the White House to cover up an affair so that he could win the nomination. Um, and now I'm gonna vote for him instead of Joe Biden because. In what you, yeah, in, in what universe does that make sense? In what universe is there the political? Is, is there is there the historic database that says, oh yes, every time someone has done that, people have swung back after the person they were uh, against was indicted? No, no, it doesn't work that way. And we're just watching the beginning of this process. And the other thing, this is this is what I alluded to earlier. They don't have to support him. They, the, like, they could cut, like, th- like the idea that oh, Democrats are forcing Republicans. There's, there's a, there's a very famous uh, a meme on the left um, about this guy who's saying, oh, you're being mean to me, so now I have like no point but being Nazi. And he's like shaving his head. He's got the swastika. It's like I really hate that you're forcing me to do this. Nobody's forcing them to back Donald Trump. No, nobody, nobody forced them to back him when he did the, uh, when he did the grab him by the pussy tape. Nobody forced him to back him over his multiple scandals. Nobody forced them to back him after January 6th. Nobody's forcing them to back him after this. They are choosing this. They are choosing to go down with this ship. This is not the left forcing their hand. This is not because of wokeness. This is their choice to keep backing them because they built their base into this monster and nobody has the balls to stand up and try to fight. You, you, you can argue all of the psychological problems that Trump is bringing out of them, and maybe th- th- this is creating something of a compulsive behavior on the part of Republicans. The, the, the very thought of even imagining going with him is revealing some real illness within their mindset. You can argue that, but in the end, you're absolutely right. They are choosing this. That's the point. Yeah, it's... And also, we don't know anything. We'll find out what it is on Tuesday. Yes. Unless the indictments leak out earlier, which I assume the only way would be if somehow Donald learns about it, because I can't imagine that the uh, the DAs are going to bring out the indictments before they're unsealed. Um but well, I would I would think it would be very funny if as he got indicted and they got unsealed that somebody else indicts him. I, I, I I, if the- Donald is going to be true to form, and I and I and I and I believe this, David, if he's going to be true to form, what he'll do is he will announce that he knows something about this indictment, and he will begin trying to craft the message about it 
before he before it actually comes out. This is his typical, you know, media asymmetry. He always gets ahead of a story and tries to craft something. And then the actual story is totally different or, or 100% different from what he started. The problem here for him in doing that, if he attempts to do this with the indictment, he will be slapped with an order from the judge. and may get slapped with this anyway. There is going to be a gag order on this, on this case. If I, am the, if I am the Manhattan judge running this thing, I put a gag order. You will not discuss this case. It will not be out there. This will happen. You will not take this thing and turn it into a circus. We will control this, just like they did to Roger Stone. And Stone shut his mouth. Now, granted, Stone was in a federal. I, was that? Yeah, it was a federal sh uh, case in Washington D.C. But I have a very strong sense that there's going to be a gag order on this. And when you watch what happens if Trump opens his mouth and tries playing with this one. This is going to be also interesting. The idea of this is that, oh, it's a minor crime, so it shouldn't be prosecuted. Guys, you pretend that smoking weed is like the the is the reason it's OK for the police to execute people like let's let's maybe tone down the oh, it's a minor crime. So the president yeah. can get away with it because crime is crime is subjective to who you are. Well, it's 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 minor in comparison to some of his bigger crimes, but it's but it's enough to put anyone put it it put Cohen in prison in federal in federal, you know, put him up in Otisburg for 18 months. I mean, you know, come on. Everybody I, I, I just am so annoyed already with what I'm hearing in the quote-unquote liberal media. Everybody trying to adjust and readjust and trying to outthink and suddenly realizing, now, wait a minute, he's got more power here than any of us are giving him credit for, and he's, he's really getting ahead of this. And blah. Shut up! Let reality play out. Let, let, let the facts fall where they were. Stop, stop worrying about what Donald is going to do. Stop worrying about what his people are or aren't going to do. Let this happen. And, and I think in the end, that's what's just going to happen one way or the other. David, I, I, I appreciate your, your, your insights. As always, there's going to be so much more to talk about about this in the coming weeks and months. And uh, I'm going to be counting on you. I think our listeners will be counting on you as much uh, to, to, to give your insights into what you see happening. But for the moment, I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed with the liberal media and and it's and it's and it's self uh, it's self doubt it's 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 introspection it's oh my goodness he's really getting a control no everybody shut up and at least let's get to the unsealing of the indictment before you start declaring uh, the Republicans and Donald Trump the winners of the 2024 election or or some some such crazy inference. Uh, we have a long way to go, as you and I have said any number of times, David. That's why they play the games. By the way, where else do you play your games besides here on Central Left Radio? Uh, Twitter at uh, Faces Ideas New. Okay, looking forward to, uh, to following you there. Uh, once again, thank you for, uh, for joining us uh, on this, uh, I would say, historic Friday. Uh, maybe March 30th may become, uh, I don't know that it'll be up there with 9-11 uh, and 1-6, but it might be. 3.30 just might be up there the day that the, uh, the first shoe fell. 
and uh, reality uh, began uh, to uh, pervade uh, otherwise, the otherwise fantasy world of Donald and the Republicans around him. But we see where it goes. Reality will uh, have its way, and hopefully uh, law and order and true justice will find its way as well. Uh, with that, uh, I wish you all a pleasant weekend, and, uh, well, a good way to start it is with a little jazz. been listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. Trump has been indicted, and instantly, all the things that could go wrong, my God, he hasn't begun to get on his knees and pray for forgiveness. No! And all that means, what does that mean? It means, well, maybe he will rise again. And all of the self-doubt, all of the stupidity that I'm hearing coming from the left. Wake up, people. Slow down. Smell the indictments. There's three more coming. Let reality play out here.